With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Titan fans? It's Sam here with Nick, Titans and Filthy Music City Miracles. Um, we made it to a bye week. And let me tell you, Nick, I remember when I, when I found out that our bye week was coming, it came at a time where I was so hopeful for it because of the fact that we started getting a few injuries in there and it started to scare me just a tad bit. And I'm thankful to go into the bye week with the win. But I, I'm super, but I'm more thankful because of the fact that like, some people are going to be able to get just a little bit of a break that I hurt, man. It's been, it started to creep up again. It's getting old, right? Like this, it like, it doesn't feel like there's any gap between 2021 and 2022. It was like exact same storylines rolled over, like not enough playmakers on offense, people getting hurt, poor pass blocking, like same old, same old. Like I was hoping at least this year would be a little bit different. You know, there's a lot of shifting around, but kind of ended up in the same spot. You know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, is it the conditioning staff? I don't know. Like, it is it is pretty crazy, but I don't know how all that works. And either. I mean, at, at the same the conditioning time. staff can't, like, stop Harold Landry from blowing out his knee, like, right. for the first time ever. Like, some of it is just, like, weird bad luck. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it's just – it happens. And, I mean, there are teams – like injuries are going to happen in this game, unfortunately, and they're going to happen to really good players. Like, I mean, the, it's we're in a similar similar situation. They're like, so when the cowboy when Dak went down for the Cowboys, I guarantee you, if you're going to put a poll up, how many games are going to win until he gets back? For yeah. if you if you knew exactly when he was coming back, they would have had it. They would have had maybe one out of the two games until he gets back. But they found a way to win with somebody that's come in, being able to do the like well coached. Right doing what they're supposed to do. And it's worked for us as well. The uh, The difference is for us, it's just we come out. Our, I feel like that we have so many young guys that can, are trying to contribute right now. They come out yep. really fired up. 
They do exactly what they're coached to do. And then the second half comes and then they just don't do that. <laughs> and I just, and so I feel like that's kind of where we are right now where we just, we're, it's a tell of two halves, man. And I think that if we, if we were able to put together four good quarters on the way that we play, if we played the same, if we played as well in the second half, as we do in the first half. I mean, we're having a completely different conversation here, but at the end of the day, we're still we're getting the wins at the yeah. end of the day. It's just it's just not one of those things that makes it it's not pretty. It's not it doesn't really put us in any kind of contention talk like none of that. Right. Well, I mean, hey, we scored points in the second half of this game. So it like did. that's a that's a start. Um so my thing is is like yeah, it's a three game win streak and it's great to be three and two, get a bye, get healthy. And I still see people so upset, like, oh, we should be a team like the Commanders. And I'm just, you know, obviously I want my team to be the best. But if we look at paper, I said this is on paper, someone else, you know, we're saying we're so much better than the Commanders. Like, If you compare all our position groups side by side, I don't really know if that game we were better than the Commanders in any besides probably quarterback and running back. Like, if you look at the Titans on paper, like, there's just not a lot of, like, talent there, right? Like, we've got Jeff Simmons and Byard and Derrick Henry. But, like, compared to other teams, it just doesn't pop on paper. And so, to me, like, I guess I'm being – I don't know if it's pessimistic or optimistic, depending on how you look at it. It's pessimistic. Like, I just don't think, like, that the ceiling is as high as people are expecting. Exactly. You know, the day we were the, we're the one seed and, you know, I, I think we're probably have been overachieving due to coaching, quite honestly, like it's going to be tough for this team to beat the bills. Like we saw what happened. Like the one thing I will say is the rest of the league isn't super scary, but the top teams, I just don't think we're on that level and people are acting like we're on that level. And so it's kind of like a three game win streak for our talent and injuries like that is perfectly acceptable and like yeah it sucks the way we win and yeah it's been boring but it's like i feel like expectations are just a little too high is that me i don't know sam you tell me is that me you know just being like not asking enough out of that team or i just think i'm being realistic no i think it is realistic and i think the issue is is that whenever you come off a season like last year where we get the number one seed yeah, we probably we probably should have been able to take care of the Bengals and stuff like that. But what people don't realize is that this isn't the same team from last year. And to be frank, there's a uh, there's a couple wins last year that made us number one seed that we probably could have. Yeah. It was a coin flip, and we yeah. it, it just happened to land on our on our side, which gave us a really good position right there. And uh, obviously, our defense did come to play in every single big game that we were in last year, yeah. not for the defense that we're not in any of those big games. Yeah. And um, unfortunately this year, I mean, uh, I mean, we're going to get into it a little bit more when we talk about what we've seen so far going into the bye week, but unfortunately this year, uh, our, as, as well as our defense has had flashes, it's not the same kind of flashes we had. Obviously Landry hurts. Yeah, uh, that's a, that, I mean, it's huge. I mean, Dupree. Well, I mean, Dupree. that's that's a lot. Of the, I mean, yeah, like you're saying, we're we're down our top two pass rushers, our right. starting left tackle, right? Uh, Cunningham, who's one of our top linebackers, is out. 
Uh, we don't have Molden, and so our cornerback situation is a disaster. Hooker has been out, like, and it, it's. I think things can get better. That's my thing. Is like I understand that like we can turn it around uh, because I do think at times like what we've seen out of the offense in the first half. I don't know if we ever saw last year's offense look that good. So like maybe if we can make that a little more consistent, we can get to a better level. But like where we stood going into that game with the commanders, like Nate Davis wasn't playing. Like you said, Bud wasn't in there. It's just like, take a win and get out of there. Like, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. We probably should have lost. Thank you, Carson Wentz. But like we survived, live to see another day. Let's hope everybody can get healthy and turn around. And I, it's just crazy because our pass rush, our pass protection has got awful. But mm-hmm. like I, like I said on the last podcast that we did before we went into the game with the coats, I mean, we we were giving up the fourth least amount of sacks. Yeah. So I, but I think that that's a testament to the fact that there there's a conversation that's taking place with Ryan Tannehill with the coaches. Like, listen, you got. You got three point eight seconds to get rid yeah. of the ball. It's like they're like they're having that conversation. And I feel like that the plays that they're drawing up is work, which is why Henry's a lot more involved in receiving game because it's just kind of like, hey, right. like I need to check down because it ain't happening, bro. Right. Which, so it, we're not gonna be that explosive team that just slings it up. We're not gonna be having. We're not gonna. We're not gonna put up Josh Allen numbers where he throws for four hundred uh, million yards because he's got time back there and the right. receiver's got time to get open. Any receiver that has more than five, six seconds with the quarterback protection is going to get open. There's no DB, including the great primetime Deion Sanders, that can guard somebody for more than five seconds, bro. Like, so, but we don't have that luxury. No. That's that's kind of like where we are with it. We've done a great job with it. It's worked really well. And so, I mean, that's just, that's kind of kept us to a point to where we're able to compete in these games. And luckily for the rest of the division, they just like haven't been able to really rise to that occasion and puts us in a good spot. It you know, I think I think the reason why Tannehill is taking less sacks is he just trusts them less. Like Lawan and Quisenberry gave up sacks last year, but I think it was because like Tannehill trusted the vets to block for him, even though like it didn't work out a lot. Right. Now he's like NPF and daily. I gotta get rid of this as soon as I can. <laughs> like he he isn't like, oh, my guys are going to hold up my blocks. Like, he's like, I got to, like, make plays with guys draped all over me if I don't. That was a huge play, by the way. That oh, was, my God. That was really – that strong. and Long were the two biggest plays, obviously. But strong. That's, that's a lot. That's that's strong. Yeah. And, that I mean, impressive. and, like, I know Tannehill is, like, obviously former wide receiver, strong guy, yeah. runner. He can run the ball, whatever. But to be able to kind of just have him draped on you, that's a lot of weight, man. I, I yeah. think that I think that it'll be it's underappreciated how hard it is for him to have that guy draped on him and get that out. Like yeah. that's just that, that's that's a lot, man. Yeah, and uh, it, it uh it's one of those plays where whenever you see it, you're like, holy sh! Like we, we may be in good shape in this game, but I, the Redskins stuck around, did what they were supposed to do right there. I mean, it, like what. I've seen a lot in the NFL this season, and I'm still it's, – it's a head-scratcher, man. I've seen it in the Denver game. I've seen it with the Redskins. Um, I've seen it with somebody else. I forgot who it was. I had it wrote down, because, I, but I don't have it with me, obviously. But uh, there's a lot of teams that get in these 
third and two, mm-hmm. but it's four down territory, and they they just want to throw these fucking slants, and they want to throw the ball in this situation. I'm like, you have two chances to get two yards. Yeah, run the ball. But I'm glad he didn't. It worked out mm-hmm. for us. But uh, it, I I think that it's really weird that Denver didn't do it in that situation because of Russ's pass. Like Richard right, Sherman had right. a Richard Sherman had an aneurysm. He's like, just run that ball. I know that was so great having him on the call. Oh my that. god, he's like, like I mean, I, I I wanted a tweet from Marshawn went so bad, but Marshawn was just oh, like, yeah. Marshawn's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it because they can't find me. So yeah, yeah. I like, I understand, but you just these teams just don't trust. The good news about our team is in that situation we run the ball. Like we run the ball one of those downs, or or hand it off, yeah, hand it off to Chig, right? <laughs> I don't care. Hey, well, somebody's running the damn ball, so like that's the difference between these other teams and us. Is that I know yeah. that that's going to happen. So we're in the bye week, so we get a little break here. So it's a bye week episode. No, nothing to really hype up about going into the next week, but going into the bye, tell me three or four things that you've seen from this team that are good and that are bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, starting with good. I think we're starting to see Derrick Henry be himself again. Um, I think it really picked up in the Colts game and the first half from last week, he was elite. They, they came out back in the second half and tightened things up a little bit, but yeah, he had like a hundred yards in that first half. That was vintage Henry. Um, so it was good to see after, you know, he was looking a little iffy in some of those, some of those early games. Um, I also say Tannehill. I, I feel like um, QB drives a ship, right? And he's done a good enough job. I, you know, he's got, I think, three interceptions, and two of them were in that Buffalo game, which was just a disaster all around. All right. I feel like he's been taking care of the ball better this year than he has last year. Um, and that's super crucial with these kind of games where they're the margins are so thin, like you can't turn the ball over. So him being able to do that, I think has helped out. Um, just kind of, you know, he's, he, he really helps the team get across the finish line. Cause like that, that's what it comes down to each week is like, can we just hold on? So he's not screwing up at least and putting us in too bad of a predicament. Um, Jeffrey Simmons has been an absolute animal this year. Monster. Um, the Titans, I mean, Miss Amy's probably going to be working a couple extra jobs to, to, to pay what he's going to be out here. Yep. Cause I mean, I, I wish they would have, I, you know, tried to extend them this off season. Cause now they're going to, I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to think he could probably be like the second highest paid D lineman in history. Like, I don't know if he'll get Aaron Donald money, but you know, the, the money gets bigger every year. So I got to imagine he's going to be right there. And, you know, I'm not even going to talk about the fact that it might not happen. Like, they better just pay him. Pay him what got he to, wants. Got to. Pay him what he wants. It's it's without a doubt that he's the second yeah. best behind Aaron. And, like, yeah. and then Aaron, obviously, is it pro- he, Aaron probably he – he didn't want to come back this year. So, yeah, Aaron's not here, then you're looking at Simmons like, is Simmons number one? Like, yeah. like so people are talking about that. So that's, that's definitely something that they're going to have to do. He's, that's one of those ones where you just got to bite the bullet, pay the man, and yeah. we'll figure it out. Uh, he needs to be a Titan for life. Uh, all right, what's the bad? 
I mean, I already talked about it, but I think the offensive, like the pass blocking, it's just like ever since Conklin left, I feel like it's steadily gotten worse each year. Um, and they try to shift guys around. And this this year they really committed to the young guys, and the young guys have sucked. And, you know, I know Lawan going down isn't ideal, but I feel like they should have had a better, like, swing. Like, they let Quisenberry go. I feel like they should have had a veteran in the room instead of just like, all right, Raidens and NPF, you fight. You know, we're going to have a brand-new guy at right tackle. And then they traded for daily late and, you know, obviously they didn't think Luan was going to go down, but the dude's been injured like every year, the past three years, they needed to be, there needed to be better options in place. And, you know, the, the graph I tweeted out today, NPF and daily are both in the bottom five in terms of like pass protection metrics, like, and those are both of our starting tackles. Like no other team has a worse pair of starting tackles in terms of pass protection. They've been a little bit better at run blocking, but like pass protection, man, that's what you get paid the big bucks for. And that's, it's, it's like atrocious. And so again, like, I don't, I'm not saying you should settle for what your team is, but like, it's amazing. We've had a three game win streak with those two starting. Um, and like you said, like, I think Tannehill has been covering up a lot of like how bad they are. Uh, because of how he's been getting rid of the ball. You know, he's taking a couple sacks and hits, but in general, I don't think it's it's getting highlighted enough because he's not getting sacked. Right. It's not like, you know, Joe Burrow getting sacked nine times a game. Like, he's taking, you know, two to three, and it's not a, not a huge deal in the big grand scheme of things. But, I mean, I can't remember a game where I've seen offensive linemen on the ground as much as I did last week. Like daily sweat daily was taken daily, daily down oh, daily. every oh. every time, like just blown back, like not like a per, off, like progressive off like, his off his feet with one one yeah. arm. Like no. I've been being like, oh my god, yeah, like that's that I I do feel a little bit bad for him because like you know Vrabel sat in on that meeting and like with the, oh, yeah. the film meeting oh, yeah. like, just to talk about that they, uh, daily. Uh, you know, you got grown man here. Uh, this this just can't happen. I mean, if, when I was playing with Brady, if this happened, I mean, Brady, he yeah. ripped in there. He ripped in his office line's ass. Like, I yeah. can hear him now. Like, it's just, oh, my God. It was brutal. Yeah. So, um, that's awful. I won't talk anymore about it. But that's by far the biggest issue. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting, like, to, to do something. I understand playing NPF. He's a rookie. Like, let him let him take his lumps. It is what it is. But you can't have two guys that bad. So, like, I, you know, with the bye week, I'm still hoping it's, we're almost a week in uh, that they do something to replace Daly. But I don't know if that's going to happen. But he's like, I would even take like a subpar left tackle. Like, he's yeah. he's like so bad that he's like a definition of a replacement player. Like, any person you brought in would inevitably do better than him. So. Yeah. We'll see if anything happens there. Um, kind of the same with uh, the cornerback position. Man, I keep hoping Caleb Farley gets it together, but then, then there's always just one play a game where he just gets torched. And he, like, gets torched in a different way each time. Like, sometimes he's on his guy and he runs by him. Last week he just got beat off the ball. Yeah, tripping, um, tripping over himself. Yeah, he just does it. And he finds a new way each time. Um, so, I don't know, like – I'm, I still think – I don't think you completely bench him, give him some reps, but I think 
as bad as Terrence Mitchell was that first week, he's been a little bit better when he's been in there since. I think you got to go with him, but really you got to hope that Molden comes back. So Molden can go into the slot, let McCreary go out wide, and Mitchell can be that fourth guy. I think basically replacing uh, Molden with, you know, Farley is a huge upgrade. So there's some hope there. Um, So that's number two. I'd say number three, I mean, just the unscripted plays like Todd Downing. We we've talked about him at, you know, at length, it got a little bit better in the second half, but the first half got worse. So, um, you know, they just, he just can't figure out his way, you know, the way to make adjustments like he needs to. Um, and, you know, we talked about Henry and that was another example. Like it kind of got glossed over cause we scored and didn't get beat in the second half, but, we were running well with Henry, their defense made adjustments and he got shut down in that second half. Like, like Downing just doesn't have that counter punch. If he gets hit in the mouth, you know, he can be on a roll, but once he gets hit in the mouth, he doesn't know what to do. Um, And so I don't really know, like I've seen enough now in a year and a half. I don't know how much that's going to get better. Um, You know, I was asking someone like, theoretically, if we lost this game to the commanders, like, like, would you trade a loss for Todd Downing getting replaced with Tim Kelly? I was thinking about that when like the commanders were starting to come back. So actually, you know, we lost this, like maybe Tim Kelly gets promoted, but you know, it, it probably would be a situation like, Oh, all these guys are injured, blah, blah, blah. And wouldn't happen anyway. So it probably worked out for the best, but unless Tim Kelly takes over, I don't, I don't really know how that's going to get much better. Yeah, I mean, um, I would probably say from what I've seen so far, this, uh, since for the bye week, what I do know is that we're number one in the red zone when it comes to scoring. Yep. 91%, which is awesome. Uh, we score a lot of points early, which is great. Uh, and I will say McCurry uh, has actually gotten a little bit better every single week. I think if I think as long as he keeps getting experience, yeah, he's going to be somebody that is, comes in there, he's like a little solid. Uh, he's like a little solid corner for us. He's not going to be a Samari row, obviously, but he's going to be able to come in there and just do what he's supposed to do. Solid tackler. Yep. Knows fundamentals. As long as he can guard who he's on, great. Not Don't want him guarding the number one guy, but he's great. Uh, for me, for the bad, the huge unexpected plays, man. Like, we give up these random – like, Terry ate us up. Scary Terry ate us up. Um, I mean, it's just little small plays that we just randomly give up that are just kind of like uh, the I, I don't even know the name of the receiver that just randomly burnt us deep for a Diami Brown. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. like who? Like that's Dude, the problem. That, that was cracking me up though. I remember like that final drive. People were like, "Oh, what? Why are they prevent? Why are we giving so much cushion?" It's like, have you seen? Have you seen our cornerbacks? Have you seen what happens when we like let them press and like try to stick with their man? Like that was the totally the correct call. It was painful to watch, but like they didn't give them anything over the top, make them beat you underneath. And then once they get to the red zone, everything condenses. Like that's it worked out. And you know, if if we had instead be like, all right, play him tight, let's let Caleb Farley handle his own, like touchdown number three for Diami. So uh yeah that was, I was that was cracking me up like i know that that soft coverage sucks to watch but 
if you've seen our defense, you can understand why they want to go that way. It's brutal. Um, pass blocking, obviously. You gotta, I got to go ahead and throw that on there. Just because yeah. the fact that we're not getting a lot of time to throw the ball. I only ask for four. I only ask for you give you give them uh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. At the four yeah. Mississippi, if you get sacked, that's on the quarterback. But if he's got one Mississippi, two Mississippi, and he's got getting somebody on his back, mm-hmm. we know what's going to happen one of these times. Daly's going to get thrown back right into Tannehill's leg, and it's going to go the other way. That's like that's what I was thinking. Like how much he was getting blown back right into the pocket, like. Tannehill, for how bad his pass blocking has been the past two years, like he's he's been living dangerously. Like he, I don't want to say he's due or anything like that, but remember, I remember last year we kept talking like, how does this dude keep getting up? Man, he hasn't taken the licks he took last year, but it's it's like, man, I'm just worried something's gonna happen to him. Um, I'll probably end it with um, it's just the second half on life support. Yeah, I can't keep going into the second half of these games and having to end up laying on the floor watching the final like two minutes. Like that, that yeah. I can't keep doing this. Like yeah. I'm too old to be on the floor. One <laughs> and then two, my blood pressure is too high. You're trying to stroke me out. Yeah. Like it's just every single game at the very end, we gotta sweat it out. Whenever we don't. Don't put yourself in a position where you look like that you're better than the other team and yeah. then get in the second half and just be like, okay, let's let them back in it so it's good. This isn't a fucking Hollywood movie. Do what you're supposed to do and just end it. Like, I don't want to see that. I want to see I want to see us win by 21, 28 mm-hmm. points. Like, I'm okay with that. Trust me, my wallet would have been okay with that, but I bet every single fucking spread and got raped. But that's <laughs> all right. We're not going to talk about that. But just do what you're supposed to do. There's no reason that in that game that there should it should have been a game. You're letting teams come back from 14, 21 down to make it to make it close. There's no reason for that. So we got to fix that. We got to clean that up in order to uh, to keep rolling here. Yeah. Um, so I'll end it with this. So we're going. We're we're in the bye week. Gordon, we we got the coats right off the bye week, right? Uh, say that again. Who, who, we got the coats right off the bye week. Oh, after the bye week, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got the coats uh, coming in town. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. That's one of the games I'm going to. So yeah. based on my recent track record, let's hope that uh, this one's an actual dub because I'm. Yeah. I've I've been on a bad streak for home. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll be there myself. So. <laughs> It'll be it'll be a good one, but um, what do you think happens in this? So, when I'm looking at this game, clearly we we had it felt like we had total control of the coats on the road. What do you think yeah. that they do in this game to kind of change the narrative in order to kind of give us a run in this one? There's a lot of people that are telling me that we're gonna split with the coats. I mean, it's um it's one of those things I yeah, you just you kind of expect the worst when it comes to these division games. I mean, look at what happened to Jacksonville against Houston last week. Everybody's expecting them to blow blow them out. Didn't happen. Um, I think I they on, gotta I get on I bet on Houston, by the way. 
Did you bet on Houston? I bet yeah, on yeah. I, I had Jackson my survivor Jacksonville my survivor league. So no, that was, that was fun. Um, so I th- I think the Titans should win. I mean, if you watched that Thursday night game, a like you deserve a gold star because that was just absolutely painful to watch. Um, B like the Colts looked awful, and I said like the the Broncos are going to screw this up, and the Colts are somehow going to steal a win. Like the fact that the Colts won that game doesn't make me feel any better about it. But I thought the Colts were worse than the Commanders. Like I, I and especially with I mean they had Jonathan Taylor out, so getting him back will be a big deal. And I think that's really what it all comes down to. They need Jonathan Taylor to be like a hundred and fifty yard guy each game, just because he opens everything else up. Um, but ever since that first week, I feel like the Titans have really locked down their, their run defense. So I'm not feeling, um, as stressed out about that as I would have maybe when we first met them. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really what it's going to come down to is like, can they get Jonathan Taylor going against us? And can we continue running the ball like with Henry, like we used to. So whenever we play those games, you know, there's always something, you know, when we were on the Colts guys podcast, we talked about how crazy that game was against them last year. Like funky stuff always happens. So I think the key for us is just going to be continue not turning the ball over. Yeah. I mean, there was, uh, there was a lot of people that were telling me that Jonathan Taylor in both games was going to, was going to outrun Henry when it comes to yards, yada, yada, yada. And the fact of the matter is, is that it never felt like Jonathan Taylor was going to get going in that game. It never felt like it. So, I feel like that unless the coach have a plan to kind of change their narrative when it comes to how they get Taylor the ball, I don't know. Um, we know he's a superstar, and mm-hmm. we know that he's definitely going to be hungry for another shot. So we definitely have to make sure we come in this game ready to go and kind of having a similar game plan, but kind of just watching what they may try to bring at us. But who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, I would like to. I'd love to get another sweep, but that'd be great. Like that would be great. Yeah, I, and I mean, if we're looking at, you know, if we're looking at the uh, schedule and everything, like this is huge for the Titans too. Like, we have a lot of tough games coming up, and the Colts honestly are one of the teams, you know, that we should beat. Quite honestly, like we got to win all these AFC South games, you know. Jacksonville doesn't look quite as scary as they used to after last week and Houston's still Houston. So, I mean, that's six games. We can get that, you know, we already squeaked one against Las Vegas and the commanders like just take, take care of business in the AFC South. And, you know, we'll, we'll at least be in the playoffs, you know, for another heartbreaking loss. So we're going to, we're going to be the team. We're going to be the team that plays the Eagles when the Eagles are undefeated. And we'll be, I'm I'm gonna set up notifications. Don't clip it. Don't clip that. Don't clip that. Don't clip that. But I'm just saying, cut it, but save it for like when it happens. Then if it happens, if it happens, I'm blasting it. But I'm and I'm and I'm setting notifications for AJ's Twitter after that happens. (laughs) Oh, it's gonna go dark. Yeah. Man, they only beat me because they don't have fun over there. All they do is work. They just work over there. No, he's gonna throw his whole team under the bus, man. Yeah, if I was over there, we'd have won too. Yeah, yeah, it's like no shit. You're having fun. You're beating the hell out of everybody. You're undefeated, and Sirianni isn't scared. Is 
probably too scared to tell you to like get off yeah. Twitter. Whereas like Vrabel just walked by, and be like, cut that shit out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's what he means by no fun. Is like he can't yeah. do everything he wants to do. Don't be a ditch. Don't be a bitch. Get a deal. Yeah, like, yeah. Mean, uh, that, we all know. We all know what it really meant. Yeah, he, he just didn't get. He didn't get to be a diva. You don't get to be a diva yep. playing for Mike Brable. It doesn't no, work. Yeah, it does, yeah, it's not how it works. Well, we got the Colts coming after the bye week. Big game, guys. I think that we all know how big of a game that it is. We got to keep the division kind of. We got to keep the division rolling. We didn't expect for the division to kind of be where it kind of is. Jacksonville surprising a few people but then absolutely going back to the jacksonville ways which is great um so we're going to come in there and just try to take business against the coach i'm looking forward to whenever we play jacksonville i want to see how it goes when we play jacksonville because i want to see if that's a if it's like kind of like flukish or if we can actually go in there and just continue for dick henry to run all over them which would be great so we'll see what happens there Damian but, Pierce uh, did, so I think I think that dude's legit. But yeah. I think Derrick Henry can do the same. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry is proven, so I expect him to yeah. run for at least one fifty. But we'll see what happens. Well, guys, anyway, you listen to podcasts, be sure you go on, leave us a five star review, subscribe, write us on Twitter at Unfiltered Titan. Be sure you get on there. Make sure you follow us if you listen to the podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week to get ready for the Colts and. Every time we have the coach, it's really, really fun to do. A lot of people hide from me when it comes to the coach. I got a lot of coach fans that actually <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. They're like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. They don't want a piece. But that's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we'll be back. Uh, everybody, take care of yourself in the bye week. Rest up. Get ready for get ready for FTC. I don't have to say it. You know what it means. And until next time, tighten up. Tighten up. Enjoy Red Zone this week, folks. Yeah.